Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two lovers. Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's get cozy. They're pretty, like, thick, you know? Thick. 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 Uh, yes, okay. I was, I could not hear anything. Then I realized my mic wasn't on. Oh, I was like, just now or last week? Oh, no, 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 no. I guess not last week. Last time we recorded. Oh. What? My contact. Is it popping out? It's good now. Good? Okay. Oh my God. That kind of scary. <laughs> All of a sudden it just like started like flipping. Ay, ay, ay. Speaking of, I need to make a dentist appointment and a contact appointment. Well, eye appointment. My dentist literally texted me when we were grabbing lunch. I wish that mine would text me. Well, I was supposed to go to the dentist in the beginning of the month and then I completely forgot about it and I was up north and, and they called me. They're like, hey, Megan, are you coming in for your appointment? It started 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry. I'm very, very sorry. Yeah. Also, like, I haven't done anything to prep my teeth for my appointment. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you got to really do a, a good, good floss before you go in. <laughs> right. and, like, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I mean, I floss uh, not as much as I should, but, like, I floss enough. Yeah. But, like, not as much as they want you to floss. Who who does? Nick. Oh, well, he's And I, I floss at least once a day, usually. Okay. I don't floss that often. Oh. I floss, like, maybe once every couple days. Oh. I mean, that's not bad. No. there's. I feel like the majority of adults, never. My husband has never brushed his teeth a day in his life, I don't think, and he's fine. (laughs) Like, that man... They're just going to fall out, you know, in 10 years. That's fine. Yeah, he never has a cavity. Like, it's not not fair. Hmm. I ask him all the time, how does it feel to be God's favorite? Yeah. What does he say? I think he just kind of laughs and walks away. I don't really know. (laughs) I stopped paying attention after, like, my voice is done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, what do you have in your hand? Um, I have a bottle of mm, Basio della Luna Prosecco, oh, extra dry. That sounded very nice. Thank you. My mother-in-law brought it for Christmas, and then she didn't have it chilled, so I pulled a chilled bottle of champagne that I already had mm. and drank the one that I brought. It may or may not have taken from Capital Room. Um, and then... <laughs> Like, I'll just save this one for myself. Well, hopefully it's a good one. I don't even know. I, I can look she, it up. What she was probably it? bought it from like Total Wine or something. Buco de Beppo? Just kidding. Basio della Luca? Luna. Luna. It's a vino spumante, sparkling wine, extra dry. Oh, it has delicate flavors of yellow apple white peach and apricot on the palate and a lasting finish. Ideal as an aperitif with or with grilled fish and salads. Well, today we're drinking it with cotton candy. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Didn't exactly say that, but we will make do. Um, I need to write in... Oh. Oh, that was a good one. That's a nice pop. Oh. 
That sounds beautiful. These are corner booth glasses. Oh. These are ones that you had like bought like a big ass pack of. Yeah. And then we just never did anything with. <laughs> I got a whole many boxes of those at home. And it is um, got cat hair in it. So I so love. So you can have that one. Love that for me. And that is the one that Maui put his full on mouth on. <laughs> There's literally walked away. eight hairs. Ew, gross. God, my pets are disgusting. <laughs> Fucking furry little things. I will find this. Oh, I think this is it. Oh, maybe not. Not bad. I think um, it's. I think it retails for like twenty bucks. Oh, well, Jesus. Not bad. Not bad. Mother Lunin just buying the expensive shit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one closest I can find is like twenty-one. Okay, hmm. let me inspect my cotton candy first. <laughs> There's no hair on that one. It was the first one I pulled out of the bag. Her. I like the color that it changes it to. I know. It makes it like a nice like little pink, like yeah. peachy pink. Matches my new water bottle. Oh, you're going to be really careful with your... Were you not? No. <gasps> Fucking found a hair. <laughs> A clump of hairs. You. Uh... Oh my God! Look at the top of this. I'm not drinking that. <laughs> it may have been the glass. I'll grab you a new one. Was yours that bad? Not that bad. <laughs> God, what kind of household do you run here? I'm not contagious anymore. Um. Do you have a, um, a napkin? I just spilled a little bit of it over here. This is a cool glass. I did not. All right, well, let's get started because it's a lot of. I did not rebutton my bodysuit. Yeah, <laughs> everything's just like hanging out. <laughs> Beautiful. Lovely. What a nice like little aperitif mm -hmm. before we progress with our day. As it's now 147. <laughs> so no one needs to know what time it is. <laughs> well, cheers. Cheers. Those are cute glasses. Yeah, and it makes it easy, like, in order I'm going to sip yeah. every time. I got them from FabFitFun. Hmm. No hair in that glass? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it helped that I blew in it. Exactly. <laughs> that was the key. Okay. <clears throat> do well. We, do we just dive right in? I don't know. We already kind of caught up. We yeah. don't really have anything Yeah, we did that before. On. Yeah. Um, I guess I do need to do a shout out because uh. <laughs> my dad listens as well and I have given my mom credit <laughs> and also my sister mentioned it too, that she listens. So <laughs> I need to give all of the family credit for listening <laughs> as my dad likes to text me during his listening as if he's a part of the conversation, giving me his little tidbits while he's listening. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you. <laughs> We'll send merch in the mail for you. <laughs> Someday. Cheers to you. Thank you, Father <laughs> Strasser. Mm -hmm. That would be a really good name for, like, if he was a priest. Father, Father Strasser. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't see that in his future. <laughs> He'll have something to say about it. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, no. Uh, I just can imagine that being my my like childhood. You know, being a if he was a father, you wouldn't be here. Oh, right. I was thinking a preacher's daughter. <laughs> yeah, nope. no. <laughs> Different. No. No. <laughs> well, yeah, what a sad life that would have been. Yeah. I'm so glad that that didn't happen. Who would I be doing this podcast with? Right. Probably or, Chris. Or would... <laughs> okay, fine. But I was going to say that it never would have came about without me. Yeah, no. Where would we all be without me? Where would... <laughs> I be without you. you know, I, the I world know. goes round. I don't know. I was waiting for the you world to, doesn't go round. I was waiting us. for you to kind of be like, it's what about you, Megan? What if you weren't here? <laughs> don't worry, I don't leave you hanging out to dry. And in need, and if neither of us were here, then you wouldn't know how to find your venue. Yes, because that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, <laughs> pick your wedding venue. Two for two for transitions. Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we were just going to dive right in and make this a pretty easy and fast episode, potentially, I guess. Um, and I don't think it'll be fast or easy, but I think there's just a lot of ground to cover. There definitely is, but we're going to try and make it not complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause to be honest, after you're engaged, the first thing you're doing is looking for your venue. Mm-hmm. Kind of jumpstarts the whole planning process, like your theme, your vibes, mm-hmm. time of year. Yeah. What kind of dress you're going to buy. And that's probably where I feel like, I mean, I would say a good majority maybe of the listeners could be at right now. Obviously, oh, some yeah. have chosen and are already at that, mm-hmm. um, past that point. But there's a lot of factors that go into that that also keep going. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I feel like it also, again, paves the way for all the other plans mm-hmm. that need to come forward. For sure. Mm-hmm. Kind of sets your budget and sets a sets a precedence for a lot of things. Exactly. So, and we have a lot of what's the word? Tips, <laughs> tricks, the, yeah, a knowledge because we are both venues. I know we venue talked about it last week, but here's yes. just a reminder. Yes, we are venue coordinators. We're not. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. A quick sidebar. Sure, sure, sure. Quick sidebar. So I was on TikTok the other day, like every person does in the world and there's this girl that's like trying to like give all this like wedding advice and everything Mm -hmm. and she's just like I'm a wedding like I I sell like swimsuits and like like stuff that's like geared towards like brides and stuff stuff yeah and like the fuck are you doing trying to tell somebody how to do your wedding when you literally just sell clothing for a wedding it's not like she's like a wedding dress person or like a venue person or a photographer or something like that I mean yeah it's like you literally just sell Swimsuits. Merchandise. Yeah. And for like any day. Yeah. And like you planned you your own a bride wedding. on it and called it called it wedding merch. Yeah. Think of how much money we could make if we just slapped a bride on something and like For sure. I mean on, maybe and then, that could be in our and then we slip like T C B like on the tag. Right. Okay. Next time. But, okay. Yeah. But like that's just so like it's just so weird. Like you just I just saw like this person like trying to tell you like how to plan your wedding and everything and like mm-hmm. she sells swimsuits. Yeah. Like don't trust her background. Yeah. But if we were selling it, you could trust our background. Yes, because we do have background knowledge and expertise. There we go. That is every day. We do this every day mm-hmm. for venues. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot, I forgot. What I the tuna fish sandwich and um, mimosa is like helping oh. my brain. Oh, she, you had, she had tuna for lunch, you guys. <laughs> 
what salty as bread um so anyways uh budget i think is the biggest part for sure one of the biggest factors in choosing your venue because i do think that i mean most people are just going to start looking for venues in their location um like the area that they live in or a certain space the spot that you want to get married yeah and so I think that helps kind of just determine that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But there is a difference between like looking in Mankato or going to the cities and like knowing the difference. Like a lot of people will come outside of the cities because it works better for their budget. 100%. So that, yeah, that's one thing right there is to know how much you think you can spend on a venue. Yeah. Yep. I think that is 100% accurate. And like look to see like what all is included in that too because mm-hmm. you could go off of having just like a blank slate venue and get it for a little bit cheaper. You could also have something that is more like all inclusive that mm-hmm. it, the it cost might be a little bit higher but it's going to be more better off for you. You're getting run. more that you don't have to spend it somewhere else. Exactly. And when you yep. start to get experts in each each of the areas, you're going to be spending more because you have to pay each individual for their expertise Mm -hmm. so when you do get somewhere that ropes it in sometimes it's good because then it's you know a lesser price for you yep um and like for you example for capital room you do have coordination services what better play like i'm hands down if the venue has a coordinator you should do that because they know their space better yep they know how vendors are going to operate better there and they know which vendors work very very well Mm -hmm. in your space already Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boy, do we have opinions on that. (laughs) Um, But should we... So, like, that budget will help with venue, but I guess your whole wedding budget to begin with. But um, should we, like, mention the pricing for, like, venues in the areas? I don't know, because I personally don't know. I barely know my own fucking pricing half right. the time. Like people come in, they'll be like, what do you do for this? I'm like, uh, can I just send you a price guide? Because yeah. it's broken down by time of year and it's broken down by Fridays right. versus Sundays. And like, yeah. or, and there are like some shit. places like the hotels that do catering as well. Yes. So like they all have like in the local area in Mankato, a hotel usually has a $6,500 minimum that you have to spend Jeez. in food and beverage. So that means your food, six thousand. Actually, know. yeah. When you when you include food and beverage in there, that right. makes sense. Yeah, to me. yeah. Your bar, the food for the dinner, late night, mm-hmm. anything like that is all included with that. So right away, you're like sticker shock, okay? But then it actually, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. That's like twenty bucks a person. Yeah, for food and yeah. like another like ten, fifteen bucks per person, mm-hmm. depending on what your guest count is, of course. Yeah. So some places look at it and say like, this is what you're spending for a venue, but then you also have to spend this in food and beverage. Mm-hmm. So some people, depending on their planning are going to say like, okay, that means, you know, they're going to add that in right away to say that's how much the venue is when technically it's not the venue pricing. If you're looking at it separate, like how we are, yep. where like you buy or you're purchasing the rental for that day for the space and the things that are included, but that's going to be outside of food and beverage and, you know, other vendors. Yep. Yep. 100%. Yeah. I would say there's like an average of the area for venues to be anywhere from like, I I bet like hotels, there's some places that are, you know, going to waive that rental or do like a thousand or so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it goes up to $10,000. Oh, I was going to say like the average cost for a venue in this area, maybe like 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. Like, well, then you get in the cities and I think it's for sure. At least minimum 15. Eight, yeah. Well, I was going to say like from eight to, tw- yeah, to 15. Yeah. But I guess I don't 100% know. But that's our idea. Yeah. And everything is so different. Like when 
because like both of our venues include like we handle the bar service. So like when I'm doing like my numbers and like quarterly totals and like that crap, like I always figure like the bar costs are always in there too when I'm figuring like where we're at and like how much people average we spend at our space. Yeah. So like for us, an average rental and bar service is going to be anywhere between like 11 and like 15 or 16,000. Mm-hmm. Granted, I've also had higher weddings than that, but right. I've also had some lower. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it depends on what they all do through through us. Yep. But um, and it depends on venues because we have, like for Chankasco, we have two different venues. One's lesser, you know, than the other one. But with bar and like we have a couple other things that you can add on. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would say anywhere around there too where, yeah, you're spending – at minimum like nine and then you can go up to like 20. <laughs> it which, really depends. Yeah. Which is so reasonable though, mm-hmm. because again, like you said before, there's a lot of places up in the Minneapolis area that you can't walk in the door for less than 15. Right. And that's not including food or bar or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least that's how it was years ago when we were getting married. Yeah. No, I think it seems to be that same way. Like I see some venues and they, yeah, just the you know venue is going to mm-hmm. be in the double digits. I want to like, pretend to be a bride again and like go and just like do like market research uh-huh. um but also like I'm like that's also kind of shady at the same time but it's also not right we have had it where like other people have come and were, like you've you've had that before where oh, someone yeah. has came in like been undercover and you're like we know where you work. Like, I literally <laughs> know and then they handed me their like business card yeah. for work and I'm like I already fucking know who you are dude like right. yeah. don't have to lie also right. I can like tell that you guys are not together yeah but it's also like just ask me to do a tour like I've done that like yeah. I have a good relationship with a venue like up north because I just reached out and I was like can I come and tour your space like I actually yeah. I didn't really ask like full-on pricing or anything like that but I just wanted to see what they were working with mm-hmm. what it looked like and create a relationship and so like I feel like we've done the same thing obviously with each other at this point yeah um but it's also nice to know, like, for our two venues, um, pricing-wise, exactly. So it's not like you're not, like, way overcharging and I'm not, like, way undercharging. Like, we're Keeping very... the market. Yeah, we're yeah. very comparable in that because, mm-hmm. like, if it was one way or the other, right. it's going to fuck one of us over. Mm-hmm. And weddings are a lot of work. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on from from that, I guess. Yeah, that, I think budget is just a whole big, long thing that could be discussed over many times. Right, and, and it, it all changes <laughs> Yeah, over time and as you figure things out. Um, availability. Okay, yeah. So the biggest thing would be obviously when you want to get married, make sure like your prime dates that are in your head are the ones that are available. Mm-hmm. But then also take into account like if it's not like a wintry venue like it's not going to be heated for you obviously you're not going to book that venue in the winter time mm-hmm. um or if like the venue doesn't have ac and you have to have like big fans or something blowing maybe you don't want a summer wedding then mm-hmm. with them yeah like, like if a barn is your feel and you want to be out and you have a space that you really like that is a barn and they don't have ac fine just don't you could choose maybe the fall or like early like the springtime mm-hmm. so then you can have that space without feeling like you're gonna die there's some people who you know maybe the summer is gonna be good for them too and then yeah they'll choose that too yeah i mean christ it is january <laughs> february. it's february and it is 50 degrees yeah that's and crazy all of our poor winter brides right now are wanting snow and there's no snow anywhere mm-hmm. that's it's yeah nothing you can ever anticipate too so yeah. honestly also 
that means that's one good thing to keep in the wedding wedding planning so that you don't get too overwhelmed. Like do not be stuck on one thing. You need to be able to go with the flow. Think yep. about all these brides that are getting married in the winter time and not getting that, you know, winter wonderland. Mm-hmm. They, they couldn't do anything about it. Um, Catherine room has done a very good job of trying to create those moments still. I will say <laughs> that magical snow that if you ingest it, it's probably going to give you cancer, but no, <laughs> no, it's not. It's safe. You can buy it on Amazon, yeah. but like it, but doing your snow machine that's inside outside yeah. getting those photos, like yeah. it makes it. Oh, my friend, did I tell you what, what happened when my friend Sam got married? So my friend Sam Sam got married a couple weeks ago at the Capitol Room and she wanted that winter wonderland. She's been yeah. dreaming of a winter wonderland wedding for as long as possible. Well, who doesn't and, expect that in February? Yeah, exactly. January. Um, And then, so during, her mom had texted me a couple weeks before the wedding and it's just like, I just can't stop thinking about it. I just can't stop thinking about it. So then the, at rehearsal the night before, she's just like, I think we should do the snow machines. And I'm like, bet. Okay, let's do it. Um, And then there was, um, the ceremony happened. Mm-hmm her and Luke kissed and then all of a sudden I cued the snow machines they just started pumping out all this snow Beautiful. and then like Sam like looked up into the sky and did that just that magical moment that you see in the it's movies. It's a Hallmark movie it was right there. Like literally a Hallmark, a Hallmark moment. moment and like she like looked up and like like threw her hands up like she was praising Jesus <laughs> and then <laughs> and then like her and Luke kissed again and it That's was it. so magical it was so beautiful. Yeah. So so, but, and there's ways around, you just got to think, think through things and be able to re- be ready to pivot. Yeah. Yes. They didn't get the snow, but look what they did get. Yeah. So just keeping that in mind and being open to, to things changing over time. Yeah. Exactly. I think there's a lot of, with availability to say, but I don't want to like get in the weeds too much, but like one, when you are searching for venues for a certain time of availability, it is beneficial to have certain months already picked out specific dates, um, being flexible with having maybe multiple dates so that mm-hmm. you're not just like, you know, cutting one place out because they don't have this, the availability and then only touring places that have that availability and then turning out that you don't like them and still having to go back to the drawing board again. Yeah. Um, so have a wide cast of like range, but also not too far of a cast. Um, but yeah, it's really hard to, from like a venue standpoint, when a couple will reach out and at the beginning stages of wanting a tour and just saying, give me the availability you have, like anytime in 2025. It's like, yeah, no, we need, no, we need a we couple. Need a breakdown. Yeah. Need like, a breakdown. Yeah. Why don't you come in, <laughs> see the space if that's where you feel like it will help you start mm-hmm. and then, yeah, pick what's, what's best for you. Yep. Um, okay. And then do you pick your theme or your vibe of your wedding, like decor, whatever, before you pick your venue or do you pick your venue and then start planning that? Cause I feel like you kind of have to go into wedding planning with kind of an idea. They're simultaneous. I think that when you're choosing your type of venue, it's helping you decide on technically like the, you know, at least an area that you're kind of going down mm-hmm. and then until you book your venue, you, I just think you can't go get too, too to detailed too crazy. Yeah. 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 Yep. So Starts I, to kind of fall into place like after that then. For sure. So. Is, don't, don't you agree? Yeah. I, no, hundred percent. Yeah. Cause like, I know like if you're thinking of having an outdoor wedding from the get go, you kind of know the, a little bit of a vibe that you're going to do, right. but you don't know like exactly like, okay, actually we're going to hang some lights in these trees mm-hmm. kind of thing until once you actually pick your venue. Right. So, right. Yeah, a lot of these things do, I honestly just end up coming together simultaneously together. Mm-hmm. But I think 
I know that vibe and theme are supposed to be like the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that you can have an idea for your vibe going into all of this of deciding on your venue and the time of year and all of that. And then once the time of year and venue is settled, then you can solidify like your, your theme. Yeah. Your actual theme. So mm-hmm. like you already have a vibe, but like you can go so many different themes with it, mm-hmm. um, which means like your decor and yep. the aesthetic yep. and things. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's definitely a different it depends. I mean, the photos that can be different, you know, being outside mm-hmm. at whatever time of year. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. Maximum capacity. Like that's a biggie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you're going to have 400 people, you need to know that kind of like ballpark it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you need to know, like you need to start doing at least a rough estimate of what your guest count's going to be because like going in, like some places, fine. If you're doing 100 or 200, okay as long as your venues that you're looking at can hold up to that. Yeah. But like if you're going to be at that maximum or in that minimum, you need to have a better idea to know what's going to work better. You shouldn't be in a 500 person venue if you're only going to have 50 people. Yep. Um, and you also shouldn't be picking a 250 max place if you know that you're potentially going to want to invite like 300 some people. Yeah. Cause it's just going to be disappointing in the end when like you have to cut people from your list mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's going to be stressful leading up to it. If like, people aren't saying no. Yeah. Like, because then what do you do? Yeah. And I think that one of the things later down the road to think about is like you, you might have to have that guest list be like, if you get to it and you are inviting 365 people for initially to a 350 max capacity place, like maybe you should wait for those extra 15 people until you start to get some no's and then add them in. Yes. Um, because if you don't get, yeah. And if you don't get enough negatives of people not being able to attend, like we're, I don't know, you don't know what type of position you're putting that venue in. They can only do so much and they can't, they can't go over their code. Yeah. And have you ever encountered that where like, it's been too many because like, I don't know what I would do like in that, in that, scenario because like you can't yeah. like turn them away but it's also like I only have chairs for the amount of people like that we mm-hmm. can legally seat yeah yeah I um I mean one thing it goes back to is like I contract out like our contract says how many people yep. and if you, that's where at least we have that in writing you, so yeah, they you break your contract any, yeah you're going any further than that I've never I have not I have not said yes to that so at least like we're like okay with like we've covered our base there but yeah I mean I just had an email this past week where someone was again saying their initial count was 365 for a 350 max place and I said and you know what that's thing though like she know she might already know that she Mm -hmm. like um she knows like okay we're not going to get all these people to say yes but we that means you know we are obviously me closer to the 350 max yeah um but I did have to reiterate that just to make sure so that there's not any issues later down the road because yep. we're still at the early point where she hasn't sent our invites so like yep. don't send out your invites for that many people if you weren't aware of that because yep. I mean that contract was only for I think two to three hundred or like yeah. two I think or like two of you is max so like I was not expecting her to say that um and I think I've had those conversations. Um, I have before too had couples where they're at like the 400 and I tell them like, Hey, we're 350 max. Um, but we did, um, yeah, that's, I'm sorry. Somebody like is texting me right now. Like just work shit. Um, but during COVID we had to really, uh, we just like figure solidify things. that. Like we try to like figure out like, what are we doing yeah. and where are we at? And I think that's what helped 
with you and I was we were able to communicate and be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, for sure. And that's, yeah, that's why I've talked to a lot of venues was during that time frame. Um, but try to accommodate a lot, like people, I, I could have put people in our lounge area. Mm-hmm. It's I, and I did it through COVID just to get people to be able to have more people than they wanted or than yeah. our uh, capacity was allowing. Um, so like, I always have that in the back of my head that I, could potentially do something with mm-hmm. but it's not ideal like they are getting the shaft like they're not seeing the head table they can't see hear speeches mm-hmm. like it's there's no room for mingling like it's not a good situation to be put in um I feel but, like that's where like the outdoor venues like really thrived was like the people that were getting married in like mm-hmm. July and August when like restrictions were lifted oh, quite sure. a bit more because you could you weren't sequestered to like a building you were able to be outside you could have a few more people there too and Mm -hmm. you're able to actually like spread out and yeah there was like well speaking of like indoor outdoor that's like when you're doing your venue like picking Mm -hmm. your venue that's a think a big thing and when you're searching for your venues and choosing if you want an indoor versus an outdoor yeah um being able to know like okay that's part of the vibe the theme Mm -hmm. the aesthetic that i'm looking for um and looking for certain venues that accommodate that versus don't like yep. uh, also time of year again I'm going mm-hmm. into it winter time outdoors me a little bit less of an option <laughs> hey if someone like non-existent me, <laughs> actually uh, if someone told me they want to do a ceremony in february outside well hey look at what would happen this year i know but actually like, you probably could right but like we could we could like accommodate just plow out some of the ceremony space and like as long as people have their coats on and that's what you wanted sure we can make it happen yeah not that i would want to be the guest there but <laughs> At least that's like a staff person you could like bundle up in like your parka and like your oh. snow boots and like that kind of thing and be like, hey, yeah, here I am. Yeah. I mean, honestly, everyone could. It would just suck the most for the bridal party because the, yeah. the bride and groom or brides. Wasn't it wasn't it Phoebe's wedding in Friends? Did you watch Friends? Yeah, but I have a terrible memory. I just remember them all like wearing like jackets and stuff because they all like went outside and then like Phoebe like didn't. I could be also remembering it completely incorrectly. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't remember. I didn't like really watch it all that religiously. So. Oh, I did watch it from start to finish, but mm, don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have um, anything else about indoor and outdoor spaces? Not really, just because like I feel like every wedding's different and that's on you to decide like how you see your wedding going. Like I love the idea of like a small intimate ceremony outside and mm-hmm. then like an indoor like tenty wedding for the uh, outside thing. Yeah. But like, like my brother's wedding, like that's exactly how like their first ceremony is going is it's outside on the lake. And that mm-hmm. just sounds like the dream. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, love it. So there's that. Um, okay. Surrounding areas and accommodations. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't remember why we put that on the list. I know. I'm trying to think. Um, I think more so like obviously accommodations means hotels to know like how far yep. you have to. Cause I know like there's some venues in the cities that you have to like that are outside of town. Mm. So they you might have, to have travel quite a bit away. Yeah. A travel, like even like where the venue is to your hotel, like 30 to yep. 40 minutes, um, at the end of the night, if you know, and if they have a shuttle, great but like obviously you're gonna want to have a another accommodation mm-hmm. of a shuttle on top of a hotel block rooms yep so so people can still enjoy themselves or like also like within like the destination kind of front like you do have like you're all going up north or something like to like the, the Brainerd has a big ass venue whatever mm-hmm. like and so people are probably gonna be spending a few extra days up there yeah versus like coming just to St. Peter, mm-hmm. Kasota area for right. like a weekend. Yeah. Like they're, they're there. They might need 
things they may need to do. Thing, yeah. Like mm-hmm. in the wintertime up north, it's probably great because you can go oh, for sure. ice fishing and skiing and like that bullshit. But also don't pick the same time as like a big event is happening. Yeah. Like because, a hockey weekend or something. Yeah. Or Duluth has like, they have something up there, you know? Grandma's marathon in yeah. whatever time of year right. that is. Like, right. yeah, I would yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my best friends got married in Duluth in the wintertime. And I will say it's really fucking cold and it's really icy. So don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> or if you do, don't wear your Louboutins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but also like there's knowing yeah where the accommodations are for the different venues you're looking at. So like mm-hmm. Mankato area, you're going to be fine. There's, yeah. you know, Mankato, there's St. Peter um, for Chankaska and for you as well yeah. um and for a lot of the different venues in the in the area and maybe you do want a hotel because the accommodation you love that idea that there is a hotel attached to it yeah you have a lot of kids or something you can yeah. get a babysitter and then like let them all go swimming in the pool while everybody else is getting crunk on the dance floor <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um I don't really know what other accommodations though I mean no, that makes shuttle sense. service is nice to have but that's obviously down the road too I feel like hotels planning. are becoming a much bigger thing now like I feel like I'm getting more questions about like hotels and like that kind of stuff now than I ever was before. Why do you think that? I don't know. Maybe I've just like my brain like focuses on different things and that's just one thing it's focusing on lately. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of people that ask that and it could be because we aren't in the city of St. Peter, the city of Mankato. We're technically soda. So if they're coming from the cities, I think they're asking those questions because they don't, they don't know the area. Yeah. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So, but there also is different things to think about for different venues of like the privacy and the curfews and any like restrictions or things there might be. Mm -hmm. I feel like for most venues, it's like kind of like a midnight cutoff, but there are a couple Mm -hmm. venues up in like the city's area that are in more of like a rural spot where they do have like a a curfew at like 10 or 11. And Mm -hmm. so like they have options for you to do like silent discos and stuff like that. So if you're a kind of group that wants to party all night long, make sure that there are... Like that's what you're make, okay with doing. Yeah, make sure you're okay doing that if that's the venue that you choose. Right. Yeah. I... Yeah. Or um, just knowing like if you're at a public place, what that means. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. you're just a venue, but I am a public winery at the same time, but all the spaces are private from each other. So yep. like understanding those front, like those facts of like what that means and where you have access to and whatnot... Um, or yeah, I guess mostly is those noise restrictions. Yeah. The nice thing about city of Casota for us is that, uh, <laughs> city of Casota is pretty loose on things. <laughs> pretty loose. And it's also like a mile away from you, if yeah. not a little bit further, it's like across the road. Well, we are a city of Casota. Yeah. But like the, like the housing and like the downtown Casota area is oh, like a mile away from like right. your building. Yeah. I mean, we have quite a few private residences right there. Oh, that's um, true. but I'm just like, there's things like you, some places have to worry about like for Mankato, they're not allowed to do, um, I shouldn't say this cause I'm not saying I'm allowed to, but like we're allowed to do drones. Um, oh, we're allowed yeah. to do like, I'm, I'm assuming our restrictions for getting like, to do fireworks is going to be a lot easier than other venues and things like that. So that's one thing that's nice about our rural area that we're in. What's crazy is like where we're located in St. Peter, there are houses right behind our buildings. Mm -hmm. So we don't have any like noise ordinances. We just have to be done by midnight. Yeah. And I have people ask me all the time, like, Hey, can we go until 1am? What would it cost to go until 1am? And I absolutely not. I like you cannot. Nothing good happens after midnight. You cannot entertain me to go longer than 1am. Legally, I I can't. Right. But also like 
there's literally homes behind us and we do have issues with like people leaving and they'll like go throw up in like the bushes and stuff and then like <laughs> the people that live in those houses get like, really upset yeah. which rightfully so they should be right right but like it's well and honestly i used to get asked that all the time like being in a hotel because you're right there yeah um people i think it was always they went till midnight and then sometimes they would want to go a little bit later and go till one mm-hmm. but it's just like not a thing anymore as much yeah. and i don't know if that like obviously it changed when I changed venues but I just I don't think that I think people see the reason like and there's a lot more 11 and pms now ending and like that's becoming the more norm thing yes and it's so much better like it gives you time to go somewhere else like do something else yes end your party early and then go to an after party where it's a little bit smaller you're not entertaining 100 people like I mean you could be entertaining 100 people if you really wanted to but that's where like you can have another outfit yeah and you can keep the party going. That's yeah. where you can have karaoke because it's another yeah. time to do karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a different conversation. Um, okay, ba- parking in hotels, we kind of talked about already. Yeah. Um, bathrooms. I feel like that's actually kind of like a big thing. I've also, again, I probably am just paying more attention to it now than ever. But like I've had a lot of people want to look at our bathrooms lately. I've always had people like peek at them. Um, and I... But yeah, like there are some places that are like barns or whatever. Like that's mm-hmm. definitely a question to ask. What is the situation for, for the bathrooms? Do we have to rent a porta potty or right. does it have to? In- like is an additional cost? Does it come with it? And then also the fact of like, okay, if it comes with it, what is it? Is it to the standard that I want? Mm-hmm. Um, very different for like my two venues. We have a three-stall trailer restroom with running water, AC, and heat. Um, yeah. And, you know, a ramp for... Uh, handicap accessible and all those things but some people that might that's going to turn them away our event center has a full you know a full nice bathroom Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but so that helps make your decision on which venue location could be more set for you maybe you don't care (laughs) yeah it doesn't matter to you yep um but yeah i think people have to think about that depending on the type of type of venue they're looking at yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, bathrooms, like, don't really bother me. I mean, I don't want to be in my wedding dress going to the bathroom in, like, a, a blue porta potty. Right. Like, they have it, like, um, I almost said Festag, but, like, oh, Rib Fest or something. Like, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to go to the bathroom in that. Right. But, like, those nice trailers mm-hmm. aren't bad. No. Like, no. they're actually, like, pretty decent. Like, some right. of them are, like, nicer than, like, other hotel bathrooms not hotel but but you know what I mean other bathrooms Mm -hmm. and I I see a lot of those that are nice and you can there's customize them right there's different options we freaking had them at fire and ice years ago like when we were at Snell Motors like that was one complaint that we used to always get is that like the lines for the bathrooms are always long but like Mm -hmm. it was a car dealership that we did it in yeah used to be so we rented these big trailers that had like three four stalls in them mm-hmm. and it was it came in clutch we never had lines for the bathrooms mm-hmm. and like if we can use them for a 500 person gala like it's fine yeah exactly i need to learn what that word gala 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 yep think of it as like you have your annual gala for the lgbtq yeah that time or pride oh, fest but it's not gay, gay. gala it's, so that's what they're just gala. called gala Yours gala. is called, or others are called galas. Gala. Not gala. No, not that either. Okay. I don't think. I'm just going to say ball. I just need to say ball. I'm just used to you saying things weird. Yeah. So <laughs> just leave it at what it is. <laughs> um, okay. 
vendors open or required? Because I feel like this is a question we get a lot. And because both of our venues are so similar in the fact that like our caterers, we are required to come from like our list. Mm -hmm. Um, But like other vendors, I mean, I don't really give a shit who you book. I'm going to have very strong opinions on who you book for other things. But like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you can just you don't have to take my word. Right. Like, yeah. And this is also goes into the type of planner that you're going to be. I have some people who come in and say, I love that you have a preferred vendor list. I love that you are telling me who I have to use for like catering mm-hmm. or whatever, because like, it's a lot of work and research to have to go and find new people yeah. and find like, and you're looking at multiple people too. Like you're not just looking at one person. Oh, yeah. And so it's a lot of work on your end. Um, so there's, you know, there are different venues that are all inclusive where like mm-hmm. you book that venue, you have their florist on in-house, you have their catering, yep. you have like, you have everything and yep. maybe that's nice. Boom. Wipe your hands of it. It's all said and done. You just have mm-hmm. to trust that just the process yeah yeah and also they're internal so for the most part they're usually good and they've all worked together right. and they know their quirks and perks right. like but there's always going to be transitions too so like there could come, come a time where they're in transition of a new vendor for their internal vendor and then yeah. you're like oh you get the, you get the shaft where you get like the kink you know working out the kinks yeah yep yeah but um, like that's also you're gonna run into kinks too if you're like booking it yourself as exactly. well. So I mean, it's kind of a horse of peace, and mm-hmm. you just have to have trust in the people that you're hiring that they know right. what they're doing, and you need to have an open line of communication with the people that are assisting you, mm-hmm. like your venue coordinator, um, to like take their advice or don't take their advice, and if mm-hmm. they give you advice, don't be upset with their advice. Like, or don't be upset if you don't go with their advice and yeah, then however and then, it turns out. And then it bites out. you in the ass. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it is nice to have the options because, you know, a lot of our brides or people that are listening have probably been, you know, searching Instagram, searching yep. places. They have ideas of like the photographer that they want to use or something. Mm-hmm. And um, but, they or they have a relationship with some certain vendor yep. and it would break them to to not be able to have that option to use them. Yeah. So it is nice to be able to have that. But also don't be afraid to book somebody else, even though like you've used this photographer for years and years and years. Yeah. If it's not your style, don't be afraid to like switch things because mm-hmm. there's, you don't have to go with somebody unless it's on your, um, your, your contract with your venue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one thing like during your venue research, like if you find that there's a venue that is requiring you, just look in, like if you if you have a strong opinion or you're worried about it, then do your research on looking at them before booking. Mm-hmm. If you're yep. fine with it because, you know, like I'm picking this venue, they you trust them or you say like, I know I'll deal with it, then focus your energy on something else that you need to worry about if you don't, you know, care to worry about that. Yeah. Yep. I know both you and I have um, very extensive preferred or recommended vendor lists mm-hmm. and we're all, I'm always more than happy to share mine mm-hmm. yep. so I don't get stuck with sucky sucky <laughs> people that I don't like working with yeah yeah of course um and then another thing to think about is like setup and teardowns for like the venue and your vendors yeah yeah that too because there's some where you know you might have you might get the venue from Thursday to Sunday and that's a part yeah. of your rental yeah. Um, that's great. That's awesome. Good for you. Most of the time, like you're doing everything yourself pretty much at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, so you need that time. Um, but a majority of venues do not have that option. No. So like you're 
pretty much just getting in the day of your wedding. Mm-hmm. And who knows what time it is. It depends on what's going on. Yeah. Some some venues do allow you to come in at 8 a.m. Some don't allow you till 10 or noon. Mm-hmm. My next wedding coming up um, is a noon rental mm-hmm. with no so suites. Nice. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> this feels wonderful. I love this for us. Yeah. Um, and if you have vendors that are taking care of things, then honestly, it doesn't matter as much yeah, because they can, just show up anyway. Yeah, they're going to do it the day of probably anyway, but they have it all planned out themselves. It's not one person doing everything. Yep. Um, but definitely I do like, I think that is such a good point though to make because like there are a couple venues that I know of from like hearing from other brides and like the Minnesota Brides Facebook page mm-hmm. is there are a couple venues up in the cities that, and like, unless you pay X amount extra, you have to take out your trash. You have to supply your own ice. You have mm-hmm. to supply all your own stuff. It's literally just, you walk in, it's a blank slate. You have to set up your own tables and chairs and linens. Whereas like like venues like yours and I's like we'll set up your tables and chairs and and, yeah. and then we'll also be taking out the trash at the end of the night mm-hmm. like it's not like and we're supplying our own ice yeah so like I but but that's like one little thing that if you they're, don't they're, that venue does that every single weekend so it's very obvious to them of what they mm-hmm. do and what they don't do but when you're planning a whole wedding I that's the last fucking thing you're thinking, you're not about. thinking about ice. So yeah. it just really puts a damper and a change in the whole day yeah. when you have not planned ahead for that. Yeah. So having those notes of things or like figuring out who's doing the trash and like where you are taking it, because just because mm-hmm. you're taking out the trash doesn't mean you can use our dumpster either. Oh yeah. I was going to say, I feel like most of them, you don't have a dumpster on site to take care of it. Cause right. the fuck does the venue need a dumpster for? Mm-hmm. If you're taking your own trash with you. Oh hell no. I heard yeah. that more so from like a caterer. Like they had mm-hmm. to literally take out all their own trash and bring it back to like their shop with them. And like, I get that on like a venue front because like, well, just, you're paying for trash and pickups and, you know. Yeah. So it is a it is an expense there. Mm-hmm. So unless. And it's not cheap. Like we have, I mean, you guys have them too. Like the big mm-hmm. fucking bins. Right. And that shit fills up. Like if we have a, uh, during like the event season Ugh. when we have weekly mm-hmm. and that thing is full to the brim. Oh, yeah. When we have three wedding weekends, mm-hmm. it is awful and like we have the tiniest one for like glass and bottles Mm -hmm. and like it's overflowing after like the first day and it's just like okay so now we have to like put all this trash either outside the venue or like in the basement storage room and then it smells well and garbage like those places won't take unless they're inside of the like inside Mm -hmm. of the bins yeah so if they're outside they're not doing it I've been, I've taken trash back to my house and like filled my garbage cans here before because oh it's gosh. just, or like we've gone to like the wine cafe and like throw yeah. them in there because like their pickup is like a day before ours. Mm-hmm. So like that helps, but yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to put trash in my car. Why should a bride and oh God, put no. trash in their car at the end of the night? Right, right. Um, and then the same thing with like teardowns. So like some mm-hmm. places will allow you to pick up the next day if they're, or if like with you when you do, you know, the decoration, like you're handling all of that or will allow it in some way. Mm-hmm. And some venues allow you, like you have to get it out that day. Yeah. There are certain things though with that. Like if somebody's coming in and they're bringing in like two totes full of like miscellaneous like things mm-hmm. and I'm supplying literally everything else, I usually make them take them with it the next day or the night of. Cause I'm right. like, there, I can, I can go put this in your dad's pickup. Most, like, yeah. Most places are going to have you have out the night of. Yeah. Well, it's just, we were talking about it earlier today when, Mm -hmm. because I had a DJ that like wanted to come back the next day. And I'm like, if you're bringing this much shit, like you shouldn't 
like, no, I'm sorry. Right. Um, but like it's pretty standard. Why do you want to come back the next morning? Like, mm-hmm. don't you want to like go enjoy brunch with your fam and like all that stuff? Like, I don't want to come back the next day if I don't have to come back. I right. also have a 30 minute drive. Right. Like, and I'm not going to get home until two, three o'clock in the morning. And that's like one of those where usually like vendors are on the same page, vendor to vendor, you like understands yeah. like, oh, you, you did not, you're, you're not understanding my yeah. life. You're not really thinking about yeah how well, it's inconveniencing me and the next day they want to come back at like nine o'clock in the morning i'm like okay here's the thing i didn't get home until two yeah i didn't get to bed until three o'clock sometimes because like sometimes you get home and you're just wired right and then so i'm like so then i have to get up at 7 30 just to get ready and get to work on time because mm-hmm. i usually have to finish packing up like a handful of things and that's like, and that's on sunday your day off yeah that you didn't get to sleep in where you didn't get to sleep in any other day yeah yeah yeah, and um, but sorry, that's, that's a vendor a thing. Rant. Yeah, that's, that's I'm sorry. just complaining now. Sorry, <laughs> it's um, like the end of my it's the end of my season. Yeah, so now I'm like, oh, oh I can complain for a little <laughs> bit. This is beautiful. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's definitely something to think about. Just like during the venue um, planning, if you're planning, I think more so if you're planning on doing the stuff yourself. Yeah. If it is you're hiring out of vendors to like a coordinator and a decorator and things like that, like florists, like. They're going to take care of it. Yeah. You don't have to worry yeah. about it as much. Um, reviews. Yeah. Check those reviews. Check those reviews. Before and you even start tours. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe ignore some of the cap room's bad ones because, like, they're <laughs> irrelevant. Um, but, no, I honestly, like, that's one thing that I love. I love it when people write reviews because like, I feel like that's more of, like, an honest way of, like, mm-hmm. doing your venue searching than oh, for sure. just, like... Just hearing, because you could hear you and I talk about our venues and how much we love them and all that shit like right. all day long. Mm-hmm. But like it's different coming from somebody that actually was experiencing yeah. the venue. Well, and when we're shopping online for clothes on Amazon, whatever it is, like I'm I'm scrolling right down to those reviews to see one photo to see how it was like day mm-hmm. of. So photos are nice when we have, yeah, you know, for marketing too. and we can see those things on Instagram, on our websites, things like that. Um, but also just like an honest review of like what they thought, because usually it's sandwiched yeah. in like how they feel, positivity, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, okay. You brought up social media too. I know it's a little bit different, but it's also kind of the same as like reviews, like go, oh, in, for sure. go into like the venues tagged photos mm-hmm. and look at what other people are posting because you might see a completely different perspective of the venue for sure. than like what, what like the venue posts. But also right. look at your venues post. Well, and when people are tagging in it, well, most venues are gonna some some places are lucky enough to like stick to an aesthetic. Yeah. And some are just using photos that they're getting and it yeah. doesn't. But if you go to the tag, it's gonna be just a hodgepodge, like, you know, people mm-hmm. having different filters and all these things and different yep. perspectives. So you're really seeing it in different lights to understand if yes. that's still the space or like look that you're liking. Yeah. And I will say we both spend so much time on our own venue social medias and it is exhausting. Mm-hmm. So look at it and like and share and appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, please. And it's not my forte. <laughs> so not- I do forget about it. Um, sadly, my life was so much easier when I had Emma here and she was handling social media. Yeah. And now that she's mm-hmm. gone, it's mm-hmm. same with Addison. She oh, did my yeah. social media. Now I don't even know the password to it. So I all, I'm the only <laughs> one who has login information for it. And I was like, I don't know. I have it written down. It's not working. So I can't give anyone else access. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, which is fine because I still need to like, I'd still be proofing it all. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then decide on what like those. Another thing is like deciding on what those deal breakers are. Yeah. So if you, if there are any of the things that we just talked about, just know, like have that listed out when you're searching. 
Yeah, I think that's a big part too because you don't want to like show up on the wedding day and be like, well, the groom didn't like this or like the bride didn't like this or the mom didn't like this. And then like, because that's what's going to be in the back of their head the entire time. Yeah. What do you think are some deal breakers that you see? Mine for like my space is like no outdoor patio space. Oh, sure. I feel like that's a big thing that I get. Yeah. Um, And then parking Mm -hmm. for us. It's it's outdoor space and parking for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it really can just be so open to whatever that is for that couple. Yeah. What do you, what do you notice for yours? I don't know. I was trying, that's why I asked you. Cause I was like trying to think of an example to like talk through. And I really yeah. was like, I don't really know what people think as deal breakers. Um, not, not specifically my, my venue. I was yeah. just thinking of in, gen- oh, in, general. in general. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, um, but I mean, you know, but for my I venue, think- there's some people who we have two venues. So, mm-hmm there's going to be some people who have a deal breaker where they, they, I can talk through and I can explain exactly how we do things to make people comfortable and private for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, sometimes when someone hears something, they're they're that's a deal breaker and they're done. Mm -hmm. Um, which can sometimes happen when they know that there could be two events happening the same day. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of luck of the draw. Yeah. But your venues are spread out enough that like, there, I mean, you may have a little bit of overlap between like the guests, but like the bridal party, really, they don't like intermingle at no, all. No, I think and, it's like, the opposite, actually. Oh, okay. um, and that's the thing. Like if someone has that as a deal breaker, I do like to at least talk to them to explain so that yeah. I can make them feel more comfortable or maybe they had a different perspective on it or like mm-hmm. thinking of it in a different way. Yeah. Um, but sometimes in the morning when taking photos, like they're, if, oh. they're, if they stay in their locations, like your the location is only private for them. Like there's no areas that are shared yeah you can Um, use the grounds for whatever right but if you're going to a public area place that's not primary or not uh reserved for just them then there's a chance they could run into each other so that's why like we have to be part of like the talk through like when you're taking photos and where and yada yada there's two things i also feel like brides these days are so cool about things like that i don't like really i think it's me that's not cool about it like i'm like i when are you doing this when are you doing this and then we're like around being like don't walk this way because i don't want you to see someone you know yeah but i i feel like most brides lately are usually like when you see brides like downtown mankato back oh sure like bar hopping in in between like everybody was just like oh my god you got married today too and they're like taking pics together like i don't think it's I yeah, think I it's a different, like, it's a different, uh, it's more so on the vendors that like, no. well, I think that you're drunk and it's the end of the night. Like you're oh, also yeah. in a public area. Like you're going to be that way when it's actually like the day, like early in the morning when the yeah. nerves are high before yeah, everything's we, happened. It's you're, different. You're anxious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I have ways of, you know, around that. Yeah. Well, you have set schedules, you have set, you have set right. policies in place mm-hmm. and like just parameters that like you might not you it's hard to explain to like somebody like me that only has to deal with like one wedding yeah, a day yeah. where but hey I've, i have to explain it to more. couples every day so That's it's true. like the same thing yeah and like you know there's you know the time frames of guests are always different so ceremonies mm-hmm. have different times there's always an hour difference in them so yep. guests never see each other they're always going yep. to the reception spaces before and then other people yep. are arriving yada yada i was not trying to talk everyone out of the no, reason no, of it. I was so, say. but i'm sure others there's other deal breakers that like, people have for different types of venues and things yeah, like that yeah 100 but yeah just figure out what they are and then don't waste your time if you know that like <laughs> after the explanation of it, you're not interested, get on a phone call, talk to them. If you still know that like this is, you know, something in the back of your head that's looming, move on to a different venue and see if like you don't become happy with other venues and then maybe come back to them just so you're not 
trying to make something work that's not going to for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. We kind of talked about tours last week, two weeks yeah, ago. We Where are the fudge week? Last episode. Yeah, yeah. last episode. Um, but I do think it is great to like reiterate kind of like who should all attend? Should you take off work for this? Right. And like yada, yada, yada. Yeah, we're talking about venue searching. So the biggest thing is all of these when things that we, we talk about is going into a venue search that's what or tour you have to do that tours and planning meetings and like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff because if for the most part yes it would be ideal in a perfect world for everybody to do all their meetings on the weekend so nobody had to take off work but <laughs> I tend to rant coming on again <laughs> <laughs> but this is also like our job like so yeah. we do this Monday through Friday or we, I mean for me lately it's literally yeah Tuesdays through Sundays mm-hmm. um because we don't we don't get those weekends off and it's hard to do a tour on a wedding day when you have other yeah. people getting married people are already using that space and it's private so you can't assume that a venue can do a tour with you on a weekend yeah. and also I know it's less likely that a venue is going to have a Sunday wedding but that's the only day that we get off. <laughs> only day we get off or like for my space, like I already struggle finding people to like clean our space. So nine times out of 10, it's me that's cleaning it. Yeah. And like Sundays, I'm usually so broken down and exhausted. You need a day off like, and yeah, you have you can't do a tour in a dirty space. Well, yeah, so, because that person's going to come and like look at the space and like picture picture a dirty space for their wedding and that's yeah. all they're going to think mm-hmm. about. And like, that's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. And also like, what happens if somebody like vomited all over the place and it's going to smell like vomit? Like <laughs> no, thank the you. real things about venues um, that you don't see. Um, yeah. But yeah. So try and maybe schedule out a time to tour where you're doing multiple tours or multiple um, wedding planning things. Like, yeah. like take just like a half day maybe so that you guys can go. Or if you, have fl- someone has a flexible schedule, take that person, you know, have that person go. I thought you said flexible for a second, <laughs> not flexible. And I'm no. like, oh, okay. A fuckable schedule. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> no, flexible so that you can meet. Um, yeah. It's that's, Oh, tours are the <laughs> hardest thing for me to talk think about too because like in the winter time now we're starting to get a little bit later for the sunset yeah but, like all of my tour like half my tour outside. or more is outside yeah. we can i cannot show you the space and have you fall in love with it in the fucking dark yeah so i'm like <laughs> look at hey. this tree yeah. it promises it's normally light out <laughs> right i already during this time of year have to paint a picture and be like think of the, the leaves think of every yeah. like, you know think of the grass think of everything think how of green the flowers think of all the butterflies that somebody released years ago and, and now they like, live here yeah. yeah exactly um so it's really it's it makes me cringe when I have to send a message to and be like, hey, let's do Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday or, you know, whatever time yeah. of the week from this time to, you know, 4 p.m. They're like, oh, we work. I know. Everyone works. And I'm like, I <laughs> feel so <laughs> stupid. I'm sorry that I know you work too. Um, but like, we got to find a mutual. And it's like, the weekends are booked. And I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I So I hope like we all are uh, collectively knowing that like tours are always the most yeah. hard for everyone, the vendors, the couples, everyone trying to schedule it, yeah. especially when you're scheduling way too many tours. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think we talked about last week, like ideal number of venues to tour is like what, three to five. Mm-hmm. I mean, or less than that, but three to five is pretty, yeah. pretty standard. Yeah. I honestly think a lot of my couples that have been coming in have definitely been at least like 
four to five Mm -hmm. and you know fine kudos to them as long as most of the time they say they've at least checked one or some off the list so that you're not still contemplating all of them in your head 100 percent. yep i agree um but i think one of the big things too is talking about who should all attend yeah I mean, yeah. you and I do love to to talk to a group and just show them how much we are good at our job. But I also <laughs> hate it. Like I we're public a, speaking at that point. I had a tour one time. They brought 12 people in yeah. and I'm like, I I stood up at the front of it and I'm just like, I just want you guys to know this. My, my conversation is going to be directed towards the bride and the groom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you have a question... Can just wait till the end when we're all kind of sitting in this little area because I'm like, all, I cannot answer 4,000 questions. But also do and, not be having side conversations. If you have yeah. more than four people, there is someone having a side conversation mm-hmm. and someone's somewhat listening to them and then they're raising a question and they're not listening. So then I'm explaining yep. something while they're having a side conversation. And yes. then they ask me two seconds later after I just explained it. Yeah. And now you're my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because then it's just like, I have like that, I, I mean, I know you kind of have it a little bit too, but like that, that imposter syndrome kicks in and it's just like, well, am I not fucking doing my job good enough? Like, do you not trust me to plan your wedding? Oh, do see, you not like- mine's the opposite where I'm oh. like, well, if you were just listening, <laughs> you would have heard what I said. <laughs> or <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> no, I don't say that. I but in my head, please. Yeah. No, I don't say it, but in my head, well, actually, maybe I will say it in a way. I'll be like, yeah, like I said, and then I'll say it again. For my last request, for my, my last email. <laughs> no, usually there's someone like the bride or um one of like you know one of the couples or like the one of the parents that's like the one you know lead in the charge yeah will always end up chiming in to be like no it's this and i'll be like what she said (laughs) yes thank you yeah and moving on (laughs) now how'd you guys get engaged right yeah i'm trying to like lighten it up again yeah um so yeah i think four people is max you should do like and but i know it's hard because I, the bride and groom want to or the couples want to bring their both their sets of parents and sometimes they have you know you have a uh, dynamic families so it's not mm-hmm. just you know mom and dad or whatever i and i was gonna say i would say six is my max because mm-hmm. then that's enough for like uh the couple the parents of the one couple parents of the other couple and like mm-hmm. that's about it but granted like dads really are only paying attention to like the bar, the bar and the catering and like the pricing. Exactly. The moms care about the aesthetic and then the bride and groom or the bride and bride yeah. and groom or groom really yeah. care about the other stuff. And it's usually then like one of the dads is talking to usually the groom mm-hmm. and distracting them. Yeah. And it's like fine. Joking if you're, around the entire yeah. time. It's oh. like fine. If you're, do you two are not making the decision on this, <laughs> whatever. I'll talk to the right people. I love the, well, you know, back in my day, <laughs> we got married for $2,000 at the VFW and we served ham sandwiches. We got a keg of beer for 50 and be like, this is not that place. <laughs> Sorry, it's not 1996. Yeah, be like, but there is a VFW down the road. <laughs> no, and so it just, I, I love the more people that we have, the more we're giving the knowledge to people to like, to hopefully tell other people if it ever comes up in a conversation, yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it takes away from the moment where I'm already feeding a lot of information and I want to get all the information out, but sometimes I can tell it becomes too overwhelming. And then you kind of have people. to like narrow it down a little bit, but you, yeah, you have to like, right. But then I'm worried. I'm like, did I, should did I have I mentioned that, that that I usually want to mention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing better when I can tell that I'm not. The, that's why last week when we talked about having being the first tour versus not, mm-hmm. that's why I, not, I like to be the last or yeah. in the middle because they've already 
understood the questions to ask. They've already mm-hmm. kind of been through it. They can, yep. they already have a little bit of a muscle memory to it. So like they get the gist. Yeah. But the first ones, they don't got the gist, but some do, some do, but yeah. some don't. And then I'm like, I'm going to shut up. Do you have, do you, what do you want? Because yeah. me telling you more is just It's going to overwhelm you some more. Yeah. 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 I love it when venues either tour like my space first and then your space or your space and then my (laughs) space. And then I'll usually ask, like if I have a good vibe with the, and a repertoire with like the couple, I'll be like, what other venues have you guys looked at? They'll Mm -hmm. be like Cynthia from Chancasca. And I'm like, oh my God, say hi. (laughs) I know. I know. I always, but I feel like it always makes them a little bit uncomfortable. So they're probably like, well, what happens if we choose her and not you? Or what happens if we choose her, you and not her? Right. I'm like, it's fine. I know. And then they choose, if I say, if I give you a good like recommendation and then I choose you, I'm like, God, maybe I shouldn't have done that. No, maybe I shouldn't have been so nice. I know, Fuck I that. I said that I liked you. <laughs> you do a good job. You should just see with Chris. <laughs> Send Devin on. Uh, give him to Devin. <laughs> oh, um, what, okay, one other thing we had on there was do you take off work, which we kind of already hit on. Yeah. If take you, a half day, take a full day. If you can, you know, please. Make I a know day that's out hard of it. of it, but yeah. Go get your cake sample. Go out to eat for lunch. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, who doesn't love to take off work to fuck around like right. i love that idea mm-hmm. and i do think with people's schedules there is someone who has more flexible <laughs> schedule <Yes>. not flexible <laughs> um to make oh, that work that that's already. why i said that um so like usually like you know casual fridays for a lot of people are like uh, yeah. they don't even work on fridays so you can you know go during the day of that or you know something or work from home so we know that people who work from home can run errands <laughs> work from home all the time it's great oh. um and as you're planning them so you're scheduling out maybe you are knocking them all out in like an afternoon mm-hmm. or a day um and you want to plan them kind of back to back obviously based on locations if you have to like travel but um what do you uh, say plan for about an hour yeah i yeah. would i would mine I mean, are usually like 30 minutes to an hour it really depends on the couple right there's a lot of factors mm-hmm. like if the couple again if it's their first tour we're gonna breeze through or, yeah. because you don't have any questions yeah um, or then it's an hour for me like it's i, I yeah it's so weird i can never judge it mm-hmm. i can usually i mean i can it judge out. it in the first five minutes yeah i can judge it first five minutes <laughs> but like seconds. i i have to schedule like an hour for everything oh, for sure. and then if i get done 30 minutes early i'm like oh i can actually eat a sandwich right now yeah right I can drink some water uh-huh um, when I'm doing a tour and showing they're doing ceremony and reception and I have to show both reception spaces and all three ceremony, mm-hmm. like I know I'm doing an hour, um, especially if they are asking like a good, like, you know, they're really engaged and asking questions. questions and there's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, but if I know I'm only doing reception or if I'm just doing one reception location, I can, yeah, get that done in like a half hour, 45, but just plan for an hour. And then obviously your drive time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hundred percent. Oh, one thing like we did not talk about at all. So this is kind of like a sidebar because I don't feel like it's really too relevant for either of our venues yeah. as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you book the church or the reception venue first? I think that you have to talk to your church first mm-hmm. because they're only going to have specific dates that they, that they will allow, and yep. then you go to your venue for your reception with those dates in mind. Okay, perfect. That mm-hmm. was one thing I. It's not relevant to me, so I don't ever like really think about it. And I would say we maybe only do 10 reception onlys a year. Yeah, we don't it's, do that many. It's very rare. But um, 
Usually when anyone comes in and they know they're doing reception only, it's because they're very adamant. They know they're doing their church Mm -hmm. and they've already talked to their church. So I don't know if it just comes with the territory where like they're already in talks to their church, but that they always, they always do. Yeah. Unless they know like they got nothing going on, but churches are strict. Like they have, yeah, they're just, they just seem strict. Yeah. We just, I just just don't, we just don't know nothing about the church. Maybe we should, no. You want to open a church? Good. No, I was going to say, maybe we should join a church. And then I'm like, no, I'm all right. (laughs) Quite all right. Um, I think, I feel like that's enough information to not completely overwhelm everybody. Yeah. I think that as if you're in that um, area right now of trying venues and all Mm -hmm. that, maybe let us know if this is helpful Mm -hmm. um, or additional questions that you have during this time. Or if you're already past that, like what are things that you thought were really helpful? I think we'll do like a question box on Instagram to like ask you so you guys can put that information there. Yep. I have a bunch of like um, this file that we found from last year was like super helpful because I had like Mm -hmm. a bunch of my like pre-IG questions like written out. So I'm like, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Speed up my time. Hell yeah. It's not going to be like all about efficiency this year. It's going to be Tuesday at midnight and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Oh, okay. Well, and then, yeah, I think we'll throw out some stuff about people who, you know, the the listeners that are already married too, like what you guys did, giving ideas just so. It's some helpful hints and tricks that like work better for y'all. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all. Y'all, y'all. Well, thanks, y'all, for joining us today. Oh my God. Okay, now that we're saying y'all, um, I had, Please? I saw this uh TikTok or Instagram thing, and I meant to send it to you, and then I completely forgot. Okay. Well, but that's cool. uh, um, there was this thing that came over, and it was this girl on her bachelorette party. She went to Nashville, and she got yeehaw. Yeah, like, t- like tattooed on her lip and i'm like that's something fucking cynthia would do um well because i do have a lip tattoo and when we went to nashville for my birthday <laughs> um you got tattoos we got tattoos and kaylee got yeehaw on her ass <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> it just reminds me of like casey musgraves when she goes when i say ye you say ha yee ha and then like also she, she goes like everybody just starts yelling ha and she goes i didn't say fucking ye <laughs> <laughs> um well, this past weekend i was mo's plus one to a wedding and it was a girl that we went to college with now i was friends with her because we were in the same uh, like event uh planning or yeah, whatever committee and thing like that or i forgot the word i don't know what the word is group whatever um so we were like acquaintance friends we weren't like super close or like hung out really outside of you know that stuff mm-hmm. but mo and her became really good friends so mo oh, she was the bridesmaid yeah yeah okay. and this was after college because uh she actually married another a stout alumni who they like knew i can't remember how much they knew each other in college but like met outside of college and yeah happened to be friends with Mo as well. So yeah. Anyway, um, but I kind of forget about like all this college like college days and a lot of the people. Yeah, and like people that were there are people that like I I never kept up with, but like because I was never like close outside of like classes and things with yeah or whatnot. And so like they came up to us and they're like, show us your lips. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Weird. Someone else bringing this up that doesn't know about it. So we're like showing. And also it's been so long that like her and I have both been in the same space to like or place to yeah. both show at the same time. Usually I have to completely explain it. <laughs> but Was that like super painful? Yeah. Yeah. But it was oh. only like 10 seconds. So like, you can deal with it for 10 seconds. Yeah. I was going to say like my, my ribs hurt like hell. Yeah. So I can only imagine like what my like 
Yeah. I would never be able to have done it for like a long period of time. No. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Damn. Funny. Just weird little things that like you always forget about. Mm-hmm. Because like you don't like flash your lip like oh, your, no. your inner lip to anybody. Right. Like, hey, look at my tattoo. I know. Sometimes when I'm like, when I would count how many tattoos I'd have, I'd be like, wait a second, how many do I have? And I, you know, you kind of remember. Yeah. Where, yeah. Are, where are they? I, I have see to that re- ever. I have to remember by like the amount of places that I've traveled and then like oh, yeah. when I've gone. Yeah. Or like, like cause I, mm-hmm. I've, get, you get a tattoo when you travel. Yeah. Every, except for like Nashville, I didn't. Um, I should have though. Yeah. That would have been great. Maybe if you go back. So smart. Yeah. Um, Frey Salon, right next door to the Capitol Room, started doing tiny tattoos. Oh, really? And I really want to text Olivia and ask her if she would do one that I've been wanting for a while. Do it! So I kind of want to. Hell yeah. We'll see. Well, I want to wait till I see if I get another gift card for there soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if any couples from Capitol Room are listening. Yeah, Frey Salon gift card, please. <laughs> please. I also need to get to my hair cut again or colored or something. I just need something different. I'm just feeling it's 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 February. It's that time of year. I'm feeling blah. I just feel like I went and got a spray tan the other day because I'm just like something. Mm-hmm. I need to rejuvenate something mm-hmm. in my body right now. And that's a why spray started, tan's going to happen. That's why I started working out and tanning again because I need that as well. I went to spin class today and I can tell because my butt hurts. <sighs> See, I had a leg day. Oh, so my legs hurt and my butt probably does a little bit, but I need to get back in it. Ready, we got to do a challenge. Ready. We talked about this. I sent you one. You did? Yeah, like two weeks ago and oh you God, never, never accepted it. it. I think they expire after like 24 or 48 hours of like not accepting. I'm sorry. I never saw. No, that's okay. I can send you another one. Yeah. Or I can send you one if I... Or you can do it too. It doesn't matter. I did make sure that I changed my like goals to match yours like perfectly. (laughs) So you don't kick my ass this time. Like like the last time we did it, it was because my goals were so... Were different than yours. Yeah. And so like you like blew me out of the water because like it goes off of like when you meet your goals. And like this isn't fucking fair. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Or I could do more of a challenge, too. <laughs> no, I like yours. Yeah, me too. But I think it's very consistent because, like, I met my, uh, like, my my red ring and my blue ring or uh, green ring by, like, 9 o'clock this morning. Right. That's why I need to work out in the morning so that it happens right away. Yeah. And then I can be a lazy piece of shit the rest of the day. It doesn't make me feel bad. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we do have to go because oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure you need to pick up uh, your dog in six minutes. Oh, I mean, it's fine. Uh, they're they're playing outside from like 3 to 4.15, so I've got time. But oh, I, we just have that event at 4. So I wanted to be able to get there, and I'm going to come home and change because I'm just not happy about this outfit. Okay. So. Yeah, I got to run. I got to run back to the winery anyway. Oh, shit, I forgot. I know. That. I know. It's just having so much fun. Maybe we shouldn't have opened a bottle of champagne. Should or shouldn't have? Should not have. I'm going to stick a spoon in it, though, because you stick a spoon Put in it. it in your no, <laughs> because I don't need to be the <laughs> drunkest person at this event tonight. Well, you won't be as drunk oh. as from last year. From um, else. Yeah, we got to figure out if we're going to go out afterwards because last year I had book club after and I didn't get to go to number four with you guys after. Oh, yeah. No, I think we went to Loose Moose. Oh, even better. Oh, no. Yeah, because we didn't go to number four. It was Loose Moose. Um, but yeah, maybe a drink, but I don't want to send out too late because I got to go. I got to get back to the gym tomorrow. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to keep myself accountable. No, I agree 100%, but we can go have our one, two celebratory cocktails for raising $370,000 for the Fire and Ice United Way yes. event um, in December. $370,000 is so much fucking money. And this year we're going to raise more. Yes, we are. So um, we're going to go celebrate our successes tonight. Hell yeah. So. All right. Well, with that said, we gone. 
you can find me oh, yeah. on Instagram at Megan.Felber. <laughs> and I'm Cynthia. I can't forget that. I'm Cynthia Strasser. <laughs> and we are the Corner Booth Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can email us at hello at thecornerboothpod.com. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Check, please. Oh. <laughs> Cheers. I meant check, please. It's been a while.